Welcome to the Lean Blog Podcast. Visit our website at www.leanblog.org. Now, here's your host, Mark Graben. Hi, this is Mark Graben. Welcome to episode 338 of the podcast for April 2nd, 2019. My guest today is Mr. Gray Dubay. He's the chief executive officer at Laratong Hospital. He has over 40 years experience in the public service, including time as CEO at the hospital since 2005. Laratong Hospital is an 855-bed regional hospital with over 1,700 staff members. It's located just east of Johannesburg, South Africa. So Gray is the third consecutive hospital CEO that I've had as a guest on the podcast. That goes back to Gladys Bogeshi, also from South Africa in episode 336, and Vance Jackson from West Virginia in episode 337. I think it's really interesting to hear similar philosophies and mindsets from these different leaders. Like Gladys, Gray is going to be a keynote speaker at this year's Lean Healthcare Transformation Summit to be held in Washington, D.C., June 13th and 14th. I'll be there, and I hope you can join us. I'll also be teaching a pre-summit workshop on my book, Measures of Success, and I hope you can come join us. If you'd like to learn more about the summit and links to all of this, you can go to leanblog.org slash 338. So in this episode, Gray and I talk about how he got introduced to Lean and how he leads the Lean transformation efforts at his hospital, including uh, assessing and modeling his own behaviors, including humility and self-discipline. We'll talk about how he's working to change the culture to one where all people are trained to be scientific problem solvers. And Gray shares about that, some of their success stories, some of their challenges, and more in this conversation. Thanks for listening. Well, again, we are joined today by uh, Mr. Gray Dubay. Gray, how are you today? Okay, I can hear you very well. Well, thank you. Thank you for joining us. And really excited to get a bit of a preview of some of the story that you're going to tell um, at the summit in June. But I was wondering if you could first you know, introduce yourself to the listeners and, and talk a little bit about your career in hospital management. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm great to be the CEO of Ratong Hospital in, in South Africa. I've been a, a, a manager in a hospital environment for about uh, 44 years, uh, but I became a CEO uh, uh, for, uh, for about 12 years, and since then I've been uh, doing various projects, and uh, the, the, we are running a regional hospital, which is about 855 beds, and obviously every uh, month we see around uh, 25,000 patients, and out of those, uh, 4,000 are admitted in our environment. And uh, around against this background, clearly we need to, to, to be working very hard to ensure that we've got systems and, 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 and things that will ensure that we use our money efficiently as to improve our patient care. And then I started my career as, 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 as an administrator uh, around 1973. And then since then, I've been around the health environment, moving from one position to the other until I became a CEO uh, around 12 years ago. And, okay. and, 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 and since then, I've been uh, in this hospital for about 12 years, yeah. Okay. And when and how did you first get introduced to the idea, the concepts of lean? 
Yeah, I think uh, in 2014, uh, I think Professor Normal Fall, Fall of the Institute of Lean SA came to do a presentation to us uh, uh, in 2014. And then around 2015, he came to Leratong Hospital and, 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 and did a rapid improvement uh, around the three areas, which is a pharmacy, MOPD, and, and, and patient registration. And then since, since, since uh, 2015, we saw that this, 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 this lean is really working because clearly we had a long waiting time in patient registration of about 120 minutes. And then after we have introduced the lean concept, uh, we reduced to about uh, 30 minutes. I mean, almost, uh, yeah, killing the uh, 90 minutes. Uh, that that is where we started, and then since then, then in 2016, then Dr. P uh, Professor Norman introduced us to 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 to, to Dr. Don Chusante in in Wisconsin. I think we visited Wisconsin in 2017, where we were taught by uh, Dr. Don Tusant and, and his team for about uh, two weeks. Uh, by then they were called TDAK, now they are called catalysts. After that, then we, I think in 2017, uh, doctor, I think Dr. Tonsard came to South Africa for, the lean, uh, uh, for a lean summit. And then he came to visit our institution, then he saw what we have implemented. And then he decided to mentor us, myself and Mishbukoshi from Charlotte Matraike, uh, on, on those uh, uh, about 12 areas, which is one of them was about fundamental behaviors and those scientific thinking. And, 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 and for a whole 12 months, he mentored us. And then on 2018, he continued with Kim Banas, teaching us the business, in business performance systems which you are implementing in the neonatal ward and obstetrics department. And based on the learnings of those business performance systems, we've seen some good results in our neonatal mortality, which has dropped to about 50% uh, for 2018. And then also the maternal death also dropped. Uh, yeah, for, yeah, it's also, yeah, that was a good result for 2018. Uh, and, and since then, then we've been learning this business performance systems and we're seeing good results. And also in terms of the culture change, uh, these uh, learnings from TDRK, they also help us to, to concentrate on the fundamental behaviors, which help us to, 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 to change the culture of, of how we manage. Because the culture before was command and control uh -huh. uh, and micromanaging. Now, since we learned this lean journey uh, through lean SA and the catalysis model from uh, uh, Dr. Tosan, now we are now uh, on the uh, uh, teaching, mentoring, support, remove barriers, and give tools of trade. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, we'll be having standard schedules, leader standard work, which we observe uh, and go into the GEMBA almost uh, three times a week, and we monitor the time that we spend at the GEMBA teaching, mentoring, coaching, removing barriers, and as a result, the motivation for staff now has changed. 
because they now realize that now they are, they, our goal was to train them to be problem solvers, not the other way around where we're supposed to be commanding and control and micromanaging. So, so things have since improved because now we are teaching, coaching, mentoring, and providing tools of trade that also the staff is learning the new way of doing things, the standardized business processes. Before we didn't have standardized business processes like entry thinking, visual board, uh, uh, you know, fundamental behaviors, leader mm -hmm. standard work. So we didn't have those suggestions. Now we, we have those tools. Now things are starting to show the results. Well, that's great. And it sounds like there are a lot of um, great results and benefits that that you've seen. So, you know, I think I have a, you know, a number of follow-up questions to um, maybe dig a little bit more uh, deeply into yeah. some of the great points that you raised here. So I was, I was curious if you could talk more about culture and, um, you know, experiences either personally or in coaching others. You know, it, it, it's, it, it can be difficult to change behavior, especially... Um, when, as individuals, we might have um, you know a long history of being encouraged to operate a certain way, like you said, around command and control and micromanaging. So I was wondering if you could share some thoughts on how this individual personal change you know happens. How, how, how do you help open people's eyes that command and control is not the best way to run an organization? Yes, I, th I think what first we did, we ha we we had to sit with the team, and 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 and, 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 and do an exercise on the fundamental behaviors that we we we, we were taught, which has uh, uh, willingness, humility, curiosity, perseverance, and self-discipline. So those fundamental behaviors, one had to sit with the leadership, his managers, ESCO members, and 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 say. Let's rate ourselves around this uh, senior fundamental behavior. Mm. And then some of us rated us too in self-discipline. Others rated themselves in one in humility and curiosity. And based on the uh, results of those uh, fundamental behaviors uh, 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 rating, then one started to see the lowest point. For, for me, my lowest point was self-discipline because I didn't have leader standard work which well, I, had to, I was disrupting my staff more often because now I, don't, I didn't have standardized way of doing things. Mm -hmm. Now I had to spend around 12 months to, to, to try and develop that culture. And my culture change also uh, uh, cascaded to the, the, the level that I, I'm supervising. And it went down to them as well because some of them rated themselves to, by two in humility. And they start working on those uh, lowest points, and then we started going to the 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 the, 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 the areas where where values created for patients. And our approach now was trying to adjust our culture to the one of uh, mentoring, coaching, go and see, listen, mm -hmm. and then probably ask open-ended questions. Like when you go to the game, but then. You, you say you are here to observe the great work that you people are doing, and then probably can you share with me your biggest challenge that you are trying to manage today? And then the people share with you and say to them, okay, fine, where do you need my support? Where can I help? Where can I remove barriers? Now, people started opening up, you know, because now of that, of that approach. 
and then we also had to have bodies, you know, people that will monitor whether when I say I need to change and have my uh, uh, visual board and and and, and 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 the culture of going to the gamba, uh, ha- asking humbly inquiry questions, and then somebody will give me the body will give me feedback. You say, but today it's like you you are you are not uh, uh, okay. You are commanding and control, but uh, please change this one and then go to 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 to, to ask better questions and and also be polite and humble. So we started practicing those and people now have seen uh, that the approach from management now, is, it was one of going to the front line and learn instead of going there and tell people what to do. So they started accepting, you know, how management now is, is doing things. And then they also saw where we have modeled the link. They have seen now people will start now enjoying you know, management presence. Like before, they they were mm. not enjoying management presence. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that that's I think that's a really common uh, progression that an organization makes. Um, uh, can Can you talk about you know some of the process of of trying to help? It seems to me that it takes time to build trust where people. Um, can you know yeah. learn to view it as a positive when management or leaders are there? Could you talk a little bit more about that and some of those, you know, that that some of the interactions you're having now and a little bit about that process of trying to communicate and build trust? Okay, no. So, so what 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 we normally uh, do? I'll I'll, I'll probably uh, inform the, the the like for example, if I want to go and visit the unit, I want to visit. The 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 the, the world where the the new needs are, are, are managed, one will say will give a, 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 an appointment to say I'll be coming to see you tomorrow, and then these are the questions that I'll be coming to ask you in terms of the the, the humble inquiry approach, uh, and then uh, I'm not going there to come and catch you. I'm I'm coming there to come and support you. And see how how you do your, your your things, and then people will start now believing because now you are you are you are you are showing that by acting. You go their space and talk to them. Though some of people will be you know reluctant to to believe what you are saying, but when they see you you know modeling that behavior, ah. they start uh, to respond positively because now they see from you as a leader that now. You are modeling the behavior of humility, going and see support, and then they start now to follow you because now they see it's not just a cheap talk. You are you are you are really modeling it. Yeah, um, and it sounds like modeling that behavior starts with you as the CEO, right? Yeah, yeah. And then when this starts, you then it goes to my next level, and then it will go to the next level because they see now that definitely this is how management of the hospital, you know, uh, act and behave and support. So, and now this areas where, I think we've got areas that we have implemented this lean journey. And now because of that uh, result that they see from those areas now, other departments have already started, you know, this, uh, they are small projects. Uh, even if we have not started formally the lean, but they are still, they are now using the data sheets to communicate you know, the data sheet is the, the sheet that, that talks to eight standardized 
questions around safety, quality, customer, and they started implementing those now. They are doing things in a standardized format. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of the behaviors you mentioned earlier um, around self-discipline and, and leader standard work, can, can you share a little bit more about what that means to you as a CEO? What does your leader standard work comprise of and, and how does that guide what you're doing in a typical day? Yeah, I think my leader standard work as a CEO, uh, it comprises of uh, uh, various uh, activities. I think there will be meetings in that uh, leader standard work. There will be uh, 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 schedules for reviews of, of of staff, and there will be schedules of of uh, visits to various departments, and there will also be schedules of one-to-one meetings with, with various managers, and also there will be a schedule for me going out to other meetings to meet other CEOs outside the hospital. And also in that schedule, we'll also have a, a schedule where I will go and meet with my principals, like the, for example, in our cases, the, the, the politicians that we report to. Uh, you know, everything is, 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 compiled, is compiled in one document, which is called, a, a, which I call it a, a schedule for the year, the calendar standard. Mm-hmm. Right? So, mm-hmm. And I try my best to follow that, that calendar at all times. <laughs> If I have no reviews, I'll make sure that I, I honor those dates and those times. And then if I'm interrupted on that calendar schedule, then I'll, I'll record my interruptions and able to prove to anyone that these are the days that I was interrupted. I couldn't do my gamba walks because I was interrupted by X, Y, Z, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's some opportunity for continuous improvement to try to prevent some of those interruptions or at least to know why they're occurring? Yeah, because now once you know why they're occurring, then you can be able to engage <laughs> on those and, and try and then design an improvement plan around those interruptions. Yeah. Because, you know, in, you know, in Lean, of course, we talk about, you know, studying how the work is done and identifying waste and improving. And as, as a leader, um, there, there, it sounds like you, you find opportunities to try to reduce waste um, so that you can focus on the most important things, right? Yes, because now, because now as a leader, if you also your time is, is not monitored, obviously you will be contributing to the waste. And also if you are a leader not organized in terms of leader standard work, you will disrupt the whole system. Like, for example, you, you call your meetings anytime, you know, which is not scheduled, then you disrupt the whole management team and the system. So mm. one of the things that is in my leader standard is no meeting zone. Like, for example, between 8 and 10, my leadership will not engage in meetings. They will be at the front line doing, supporting, teaching, mentoring. And as a result of that, it has also reduced firefighting, like example, mm. yeah. getting things all of a sudden to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, one other thing I I was hoping you could um, tell us more about, you mentioned earlier the idea of lean as scientific thinking and and training people to become better problem solvers. I was was wondering if you could either share some examples or talk about how you're helping people understand that and make connections to scientific practices in medicine. Well, I think uh, 
in terms of 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 of, of, of the nurses and doctors that we have here, what we do, we normally put the people on the what we call the rapid rapid improvement uh, uh, week. Mm-hmm. If we, if we want to uh, implement a, a project, like for example, if we want to do a project in pharmacy, we'll go to pharmacy. Before we go to pharmacy, we'll call them the, the managers and the team of that department and put them on a two-day lean workshop. And then from the two-day lean workshop, where we teach them the tools of A3 thinking, visual management, uh, A3 thinking. And then once they understand the tools, then we can visit the department and do the what we call rapid improvement. Where now the team in that department, whether you are a doctor or a pharmacist, then you'll form part of trying to find a solution for your own department if it's pharmacy. If the, 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 the challenge was the long waiting time, then basically it means all of us for that rapid week will be finding ways of trying to reduce the waiting time. And everyone will be involved now in, in terms of, 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 of uh, doing the assessment, mm-hmm. doing the, the research, research, gathering data. And then after of that, the second day will be to, to analyze the data and try and see where are the uh, room, uh, room for improvement. And then after five days, probably people now will understand, then we'll start plugging the process, the steps that causes the delay, and then out of those steps, what what, what we can uh, reduce or take out, what we call value stream mapping. So mm-hmm. we do that value stream mapping, and then out of that, then we'll, re, we'll, 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 we'll deselect and remove the, the steps that are not adding value. Uh, and then after the five days is done, then people will be mentored you know, we go into the department and check their A3s, check their value stream mapping, and then on a, on a weekly basis, then the patients will be tracked if it's it, it taking waiting time. And then, yeah, that is how we, we, we push people to, to understand how this thing works, because we are coaching them at the same time, uh-huh. solving the problem. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, can, uh, who, who leads the rapid improvement weeks, the rapid improvement um, activity when you do that? Yeah, I think we've got it. Uh, uh, we have trained few people that we call lean coordinators. Uh-huh. I think the lean coordinators, yeah, we, we've got the, like, like we will select people from the department, like the frontliners will have the, we call them lean coordinators. And then these lean coordinators, they will, they, they will be a person from that department where improvement is going to happen. And then they will be supported by one of our provincial lean coordinator, which is Oki Matipa, who will be coming, and then also I'll be coming in also to, to go there and teach with, the, with their, their line managers, because uh, I've been t- trained for about, for, for about four years, so I'm on this lean region for about four years, so I can teach some of those tools here. And... Um... Let's see, I was also also going to ask, um, what, what are some, you know, you've, you've talked about some of the improvements that you've already seen, reduced waiting times, um, reduced mortality. Um, yeah. What, what are some of your goals here for 2019? What, what are the goals for your hospital and, and how do you 
hope that Lean is going to contribute to reaching those goals this year and even you know into next year and beyond. Yeah, I think the, our goal now is to uh, expand the, the Lean model line uh, one to theater because we, we want to target the orthopedic theater. To, because now we have realized that the, the some of the 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 the, 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 the uh, management the organization they some sometimes lacking, and also one of the things that we also want to push for 2019 is to, is, is to reduce the maternal death and the neonatal death, and reduce infection in the in in, in the neonatal unit, uh, infection such as Klebsiella. Klebsiella is some pack that attacks neonates. So right. we're working very hard on that. It's one of our priorities. And then also in terms of making sure that we maintain the, and, and reduce the waiting time since the, in those areas that we already started. And, 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 and also eliminating waste and, and, and try and to improve staff morale. So that is what we are trying to plan for this uh, 2019. But at the same time, we're also trying to spread the link journey to other hospitals. Uh, by the target is to train about uh, uh, six hospitals in 2019 uh, uh, that are not uh, uh, that are site with the Western District in Houthi. And then we're also going to train some leadership in, the, in our head office there to try and also understand the lean concept. So to date, we've already trained about over 200 people now on this lean journey that we need to spread it to other hospitals as well because they've seen the good results here and now they, they are also coming to, 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 to be taught how to spread in their own areas as well. Yeah. And, you know, I've, I've also interviewed uh, another hospital CEO that you know from Johannesburg, uh, Gladys Bogashi, who, who's also going to be presenting at the summit. Um, do, do you find opportunities to... Uh, work with Gladys and share, you know, uh, practices across your hospitals. Do you try to help each other out as um, people who are who are becoming lean leaders? Yes, we really support very much uh, one another in, in in many areas. Like for example, first we have a, a teleconference that we normally uh, discuss on a weekly basis, discussing about the challenges that we meet as hospitals. And 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 for for example, if I want to do something around the hand washing, we normally share experiences around hand washing, and 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 also in terms of training and development of staff. Because sometimes I went to to a hospital to go and present to a manager around these fundamental behaviors, and then also she was here when Kim and Banas was here just to see what we have done and also learning from what we have implemented. And also in terms of the doing a visual board, CO's visual board, we support one another in terms of uh, doing the CO visual board and the, uh, and, and the, 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 the keeping of records. And also as, because he's an academic uh, hospital, I'm a regional hospital. And then we also support one another in terms of transferring patients that we cannot manage at this level to the to to, to his hospital. And I'm 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 helping the district hospital that transfer patients to us. So we communicate quite a lot. I think every week we 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 we, we communicate. Even yesterday we were talking about the 
how are we going to take this lean uh, forward to all the other hospitals in Houthi? Mm-hmm. We're discussing that yesterday. So we're planning on, on something to, to spread this journey to other hospitals as well. And then, yeah. And then, and then, yeah. So you, you've learned from uh, you know people like Norman Fall and, and John Toussaint and Kim Barnes and and now you know you're you're in a situation you know, a position where you can um, teach others. So let, let let's just imagine for a second that um, you 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 meet another hospital CEO um, who who doesn't know anything about lean. How, how would you explain lean from one CEO to another? Yeah, wh- what we do because now sometimes people when you talk they 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 are sometimes uh, reluctant to accept what you are saying. So what we do is we invite them to say, "Can you come and visit and join me in my camber?" Hmm. So 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 when when they come, then I will take them, for example, to casualty. I will take them to pharmacy. I will take them to neonatal ward. I will take them to my port where I've linked. My 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 the true north to the activities that are in the in the in the units. So once they see the board, then I start teaching them about lean. I normally give them about four hours presentations with their managers. So 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 on on lean now the tools of lean, the visual management, eight types of ways. So. But they have to see first the results. Mm-hmm. Once they've seen the results of lean, now they are getting motivated to 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 to, to, to start it. Because most of them now we are flooded with calls to say, you know, I need to start. Because they came and saw what 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 we have been done already. Because sometimes when you take people who want to teach them, you know, without them seeing the price, the outcome of it, they are, they, 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 they believe uh, they are reluctant to accept what you are saying. But once you say come and see what we have done, and then you can decide from there. And most of them have accepted once they've seen. Yeah, and, and so that's, that's uh, I appreciate the way you answered that. Of, of, uh, instead of just talking about lean, you want to take them uh, to go and see, that that would be a more effective way to really understand or at least start understanding what lean is about, right? About yeah. And then most of, I think most of them, they've, they've started now. I think as we speak now, uh, now they've started around this board for Jed. For this year, we've started at about three hospitals. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the, our lean coordinator, which is Okima Deepa for the province, is now in one of the hospitals in Telemahorani uh, doing a rapid improvement in their casual Tuesday. Yeah. So I think next week on the 19th, I will be in, in one of our hospitals, which is called Bekim Langen, a district hospital. I will be going teaching there the fundamental behaviors, and, you know, and, 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 and how they should see lean in terms of the culture change. Because if the leadership is not leading by showing that, more, that behavior that has changed, then the team at the bottom, they sometimes uh, reluctant to, 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 to follow. Yeah, yeah. Um, but boy, you know, a lot, a lot of these changes are um, are easier said than done. Um, I'm, I'm curious if, if you, you can think about situations where um, 
where this where where lean has been a challenge if if uh, people have disagreed with the approach or if they've been skeptical about lean um, how how would you yeah continue that conversation with somebody yeah I, I think sometimes when you you start that you will find difficult uh, individuals in any uh, work environment uh, those who are really doubting. Uh, whether these things works or not, because they are, they are so ingrained in their old habits. Now, mm-hmm. what we normally do, we probably avoid an argument with those people and try and concentrate with the people that are willing to 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 to, 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 to change. Uh-huh. Once you spend more time with the with the willing people, the unwilling people now will see the results of those who are starting. And then they will automatically fall in. But because if you spend more time trying to convince people who are unwilling, then probably for me, I see it as a waste, you know. You know? Because most of the, yeah. Then in the, in the, like in the same department, you'll find that out of 20 nurses that you have, maybe you'll find about three of them are just uh, probably not keen to continue, but you will just focus more time and wait on the people that are willing to learn this new model. Yeah. Then once they see the results, then they they come in, you know, without being being called. You know. That is what I've seen uh, yeah, yeah, when I was practicing this lean. And then, for example, in other hospitals that we're doing, some of them collapsed completely on this lean journey because the leadership was not really showing support and, and, and the behavior that, that, that links to the lean, you know, uh-huh. because the, the, the fundamental behavior and the tools, they go in hand, hand in hand, but first the behavior is the one that must be focused on and the, 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 the challenges of people that are really doubting that are not, you know, we, we avoid spending time with them arguing and whatever, we just try and show the results and then out of the results people will just Follow in. Yeah. So, what are what are there other key themes that you plan on um, talking about at the Lean Healthcare Transformation Summit in uh, in June? Yeah, I think the the the, 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 the the one of the things that we want to share with them is that uh, we wanted we wanted to show them that you know the the leadership behavior can make or break the the, the institution. One person can just break and, 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 and not and, and stifle progress, but we want to share with them that uh, this change of behavior is the foundation of the lean transformation, lean tools. So if you spend more time ensuring that you mold your behavior to be that of support, go and see, remove barriers, and you know self-discipline and uh, effective listening, then, then, then we want to share around that to see how it has helped us to improve and change the culture of, of the institution. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. Well, I'm, I'm looking, forward to, um, looking forward to your talk, looking forward to meeting you at the summit, and I hope um, some of the listeners will uh, be able to come and, uh, and join us. When, when you're coming... Uh, to the U.S., do you have any opportunities to go and see at some uh, different hospitals while you're here? 
Well, yes, we requested the, 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 the Regan whether if he can make that opportunity for us. We are prepared to go and see. Yeah, the, yeah. the, the, the organizer of the summit, we, we, we asked her to allow us time to go and see other hospitals, how they are doing. Well, she said she will see how she can fit us in that program. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I hope that ends up um, working out for you. And, and maybe somebody who's listening, who's in the Washington, D.C. area can... Um, uh, volunteer an opportunity uh, for for you to go uh, do that, and um, you know I, I appreciate the um, the interest that you have in in continuing to learn and continuing to practice um, what you're doing here. But I want to ask one other question. Um, I, I saw um, on the Lean South Africa website you were asked, or in the Planet Lean website, uh, Rose Heathcote from the Lean Institute Africa asked um, a very interesting question. So I'm going to ask. Um, also ask it for the listeners, you know, you mentioned, uh, you know, 44 years uh, in your career. It's, it's not that I'm asking you to retire, but at some point you will retire. And what, what have you done in terms of planning to help make sure that lean continues um, after you retire? Yes. What, what I've done, uh, I've, 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 I've trained the, 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 the people that report to me, a few medical managers, the people that supervises the doctors, and I also trained few nursing managers, uh, which are young, and also I've trained few people, and then also I've put a system, a system that uh, every week all those departments that are, that are having uh, are, are implementing lean, they need to report on the executive meeting the progress of their lean week to see. Mm-hmm. Where, how they have, how, how far did they go, and then, and as as now I'm just uh, on the retirement age. This these guys now on the, uh, they are chairing meetings. I'm just sitting in the meeting, observing them how they do things, and then maybe commenting there and there. But now at this stage, I'm slowing down. I'm pushing them to 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 make sure that they continue this lean journey in the hospital, whilst I'm prepared to be teaching the others now after my retirement you know mm-hmm. yeah 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 you you can continue not you um continue teaching others the the way john toussaint has after he stepped down as uh, ceo at the theta care health system yeah so i'll be, I'll be sharing the stuff with the people now in the in in Houting province not not necessarily the Ratong hospital i'll be sharing yeah. the, the whole the, the engineer says dr toussaint has said to us no please spread the the the, 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 the journey so we're spreading the weight, and, and, and uh, yeah, I don't think it will collapse. It will continue. Yeah, well, I hope so, and, and planning for that um, sustainment and succession planning is um, certainly certainly a very important thing to focus on. Um, so, Gray, as, as we wrap up here, or is there anything else that you wanted to share with the audience, advice about lean, advice about leadership, either in the context of lean or, or your, your long accomplished career in general? Yeah, I, I think for, for me to, the, 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 the experience that I need to share with them is that, uh, you know, if you are a leader of any organization, you need to make sure that you really uh, humble yourself in front of your team and make sure that you, you really listen and make sure that you, 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 you support, teach them, 
and, and, and remove barriers, I mean, and making sure that, for example, if the nurse is frustrated by the doctor who's always starting late, I mean, your leadership is to make sure that you go there and assist the nurse, remove that barrier, you know, and, and also uh, the, 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 the thing that leaders also must avoid is to try and, 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 and not have that superiority complex, you know, superiority complex like, don't think you are above the others. You must just try and fit yourself and try it and, and be on the same level of your team. Don't try and show your bossiness and, and, and try and you know rough shot the team unnecessary. Yeah. And then also you must show that culture. You need to show that you care for your staff as well. And and, and, and reward them when they do good and compliment them, you know. Uh, yeah, don't try to to be to be knowing it all. I mean, you must <laughs> not be know it all. You know, you must be a, a learner in most of the cases because people at the front line, those are the people who knows how best to do the job, and you must respect them. That's that's um, advice that I want to give the people here. Yeah. Well, it's great advice. Yeah. Well, it's great advice, and um, really appreciate you. Um, sharing your reflections, Gray. And um, again, I'll invite listeners uh, to come to the Lean Healthcare Transformation Summit. It's going to be uh, in Washington, D.C. this June. I'll, I'll put a link um, to the more information about the summit and registration in the show notes for this episode. You can also do uh, a Google search, just check out uh, through Catalysis. Uh, I guess you can also go to, uh, to createvalue.org, which is their um, website. So again, we've been uh, joined today by Gray Dubay. Um, Gray, thank you so much for taking for making this. Uh, I apologize for the interruption to your leader standard work, but um, thank you for yeah, taking yeah. the time. To, thank you for taking the time to share with us today. No, thank you very much, Graham, for really uh, talking to us. Uh, much appreciated. Stay blessed. All right. Well, thank you. We'll, we'll looking forward to meeting you soon. Thanks for listening. This has been the Lean Blog Podcast. For lean news and commentary updated daily, visit www.leanblog.org. If you have any questions or comments about this podcast, email mark at leanpodcast at gmail.com.